This is a Touchstone Publishers presentation, your trusted source of leadership knowledge. Hey, good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Glenn Daniels here with you today for your Touchstone Publishers podcast, Essential Leadership Learning Skills. I'm the COO of Touchstone Publishers and welcome very much aboard. Today we're going to talk about essential communication skills, the baseline skills necessary for you to be a great leader. A great leader is someone whose people, who other people want to follow your vision. They want to be a part of your dream, your plans. They want to follow you. They trust you. They respect you. And they know you're going to hold them accountable. And you, they know that you have their best interests all in all at heart. Communication skills are vital and critical for this to happen. Keep in mind that despite what we may want to happen, most of our lives are spent at work. So why not be happy? Why not be the best manager you can be? So let's talk about communication skills and the need for you to communicate very clearly, very precisely when you have to do disciplinary issues, when you have to talk about accountability, when you have to motivate people, when you just have to be friendly. Now, we have to keep in mind a couple of things here to kind of get us started. I'm sure all of you have been through some kind of communication training before. And I'm sure you all heard this thing about 73855. 7%, 38%, 55%. So it's taught to you to say that your communication process is 7% your words. So when you're communicating with somebody, they are going to get their understanding by 7% of your words. Your tone of voice accounts for 38% according to this, according to how this is being taught. Okay, 38% of my message is coming across by my tone of voice. Hey, do I talk real strong? Do I talk real soft? Is my voice really high and going really fast? The timbre, the pitch, the tone, 38%. While the remaining 55% comes from your body. How do you use your body? That's what's dictating your message. You're, even if someone can't see you, how you use your body determines how they understand your message. So they're saying 7, 38, and 55%. Let me ask you something to think about this. If that was really true, then I should be able to drop you off in any country in the world, no matter what the language, and you would understand 93% of what that person is saying. Because after all, you could tell from their tone and how they're using the body, you should be able to understand that 93%. You know that's not true. The words count. Now, Dr. Albert Murbrain, who put this study together in 1972, that is not what he was saying. That is not what he was saying. If you read his books on this particular study, you would see. That's not what he was saying, and we've been misteaching it. Okay, 7% tone of voice. I'm sorry, 7% is your words. 38% is your tone of voice. 55% is how you use your body when it comes to that person. That's how they decide. The 7, the 38, the 55, how they decide whether they trust you or like you, want to follow your vision. That, that decision is made from that. So keep in mind now, we're saying it's not so much the words that you're saying when someone's trying to decide if they like you and trust you. It's your tone of voice and how you're using your body, whether they see you or not. That's very key and very critical in order for you 
to be liked and trust. Okay, seven thirty-eight fifty-five, and how people decide if they're going to like you and trust you is not in how they decide they're going to understand your message. Okay, how they like you and trust you. So let's spend a little bit of time today talking about nonverbal communication, and you can see a lot of this stuff tends to tie together a little bit. There are six ways that it's suggested that you can improve your nonverbal communication. And the number one way, the number one way is to have an awareness of your body, how you feel, your behavior. Become aware of how you're behaving, how you feel, because that's dictating your message. Are you not feeling well? Your message is going to dictate that. Are you feeling tired? You may think, well, I'm feeling tired, but I can fake it. There's a difference between feeling tired and faking it and not feeling tired and doing it. Okay. Fake it till you make it doesn't really work here. It helps. Doing it is what counts. Now, I should tell you, in case you haven't noticed this, I'm kind of a nerd about things. Now, I only watch a few movies, but Yoda, Master Jedi Knight Yoda. Don't try it. Don't try to fake it. Just do it. Just do it. Let's take that expression out. Don't try to fake it. Let's just, just do it. So you have to be aware of when your body feels bad, even though you might be trying to fake it, you're not doing it. Okay. If you're upset about something or upset about this person's performance, if you can't get past that, it's going to show up in your words, your tone, and your voice. If you have an issue with whether it's a man, woman, white, black, whatever, it shows up. Be aware of your behavior and how you use your body. That is the number one thing. I should let me rephrase that. Be aware of your behavior and how your body feel. Based upon how your body feel will help dictate your mission, your thoughts, your training. You will become a better sender of the signals when you become aware of you. Wait a minute. Doesn't it sound a little bit like emotional intelligence? Yeah, just a little bit. Okay. Be aware of that. It really makes a difference. Now, some major areas we're going to look at here for um, nonverbal communication. Eye contact, facial expressions, gestures, posture, closeness. How are you using your voice? And humor. We're going to look at each of those areas just a little bit more. So you get a good eye feeling for that. Let's start off with eye contact. Eye contact, critical. In order for that person that you're speaking with to feel connected to you. Okay, but now I want you to think about it. When's the last time someone just stared into your eyes? Just stared there. It gets to feel a little bit uncomfortable. Here's what I'm going to have you think about doing. Have you think about looking at three points on that person's face. Left eye, right eye, chin. Left eye, right eye, chin. I'm just going to rotate around there. Left eye, right eye, chin. Left eye, right eye, chin. It doesn't matter. It could be right eye, left eye, chin. Right eye. But those three points, that's what I'm looking at. Number one, when I do that, it helps me truly connect with that person. I truly start to listen. And they feel like I am listening because I am listening. There's not a fake to it. Left eye, right eye, chin. Make that eye contact. And don't be creepy about it by staring in one person's eyes for hours. Left eye, right eye, chin. Okay. That's all you have to do. 
that's great eye contact and that's going to create a great feeling of connection facial expressions you know what facial expressions the best one you can use is to smile smile when you're talking to somebody smile when you're walking around with people that's the best one that you can use is the smile when you're smiling it feels happiness it sends out friendliness it's a warmth that comes from you smile liking now let's talk about this idea though that sometimes you have a hard message to send you're fired when you have that tough message to get out to people you don't want to put a smile on your face but I must suggest something a little bit radical here put a smile in your heart if you have to tell somebody they're fired for example you can at least start to think okay well you know what it wasn't a good fit for us and it's not a good fit for you so I let you go to find the best fit for you and you're happy that this person is now going to evolve into the best to something better hopefully get to the best that they can be by that inner smile you will be hoping that person get a little bit of confidence to go and do better smile use that facial expression smile think about that all the time now gestures use your gestures okay you have to be aware of different types of people though you know that DISC scale of people you got to be aware of different types of people different types of people do not like large gestures while some love large gestures you can become flexible we're going to talk about being a flexible communicator later on but right now keep in mind that you want your gestures to be meaningful when you make your gestures be meaningful make them have an impact make them match what you're saying because you want to emphasize you know you want to if you want to soften it up you soften your hands if you want to hammer the point home you hammer your hands do what you need to do with the gestures don't fake them don't try to fake them do it use your hands use your body to create gestures that emphasize what you're saying that directs what you're saying I heard a gentleman give the best way I think he could, he could do it and it makes a lot of sense for all of us when he's talking to you when he's on the radio and talking to you he says I use my hands to direct my message like my voice is my musical instrument like my voice is the symphony orchestra and I'm directing it so it can phrase things I wanted to phrase soften things as I wanted to soften bring the volume up bring the power up all that he uses his hands to direct that so his gestures are leading the power of his statements next one posture and your body orientation think about that stand tall but not rigid stand tall sit tall but not rigid okay. don't slouch don't stand tall and being rigid unless you're in the service and that's what they're asking you to do stand tall but don't be rigid whenever you're having a conversation with somebody you better sit tall stand tall don't slouch and deliver your message now there's one trick that I really learned from Larry King watching him work if you ever watch the late Larry King interview people you know what he does he leans into that person 
You can see him just put his elbows up on this table and lean into him. He's still standing tall or sitting tall, but he's leaning into that person. And that person connects with them. It's easier. You have a hard conversation with somebody, lean into them and tell them, hey, you know, we got to work this out. You got to tell somebody something great. Lean into them and say, you know what? You're really outperforming the rest of this group or you're outperforming the world. I appreciate it. Lean into them. Be tall. Lean into them. Now, here's a question for you. How close is too close? If I'm standing talking, how close is too close? Now, when I'm referring to how close is too close, I'm talking about face to face. It's different if it's shoulder to shoulder. Face to face, how close is too close? What we do in our workshop sometimes is we get two people, we actually do three sets, but we get two people who don't know each other. And have one stand at one part of the room and have another one stand at the other part of the room. You know, maybe the back wall, maybe up to 15 feet away. I have the rest of the room. Look at the person who's going to be standing still. So we tell this one person, you stand still. And I ask the room to tell me when this person becomes uncomfortable because that's when that other person is too close. Now, these folks don't know each other. And you have to add in the fact that they're in front of a room, front of a room with a lot of people. You add that in, though, about one or two steps into it. If you're paying attention, it's too close. It's too close. They don't know each other yet. It's too close. So oftentimes, the next step is to put people who are in, from the same company, if they're from different companies. But if they're from the same company that are in the same division, put them up. Start them about 15 feet apart. Tell the room to watch the one person who's standing still. And tell us when that other person gets too close. They know each other. So yes, they get a little bit closer, but not a whole lot closer. They're still about 10 feet away before that other person feels it a little bit. And if you're watching, you can see it. We've gone to the point where we've had husband and wife. They can get closer. But you know what? No matter what happens, the wife usually will start to feel uncomfortable about 7 to 8 feet away. But here's what I found is weird. The man usually feels uncomfortable about 10 feet away. There's a subtle change in the bodies. You, as a leader, have to start getting used to this. If you have to get close to somebody to let them hear you, get it off center. Move your body over to their shoulder, so shoulder to shoulder as much as possible and speak with them on an angle. Don't go face to face. You can get way too close, way too fast. It is not an arm's length. It's always more than an arm's length. If it's face-to-face, -face, always more than arm's length. You might be able to get to arm's length if you can offset and slide your slide over just a little bit so it becomes shoulder-to-shoulder. -shoulder. Okay. Too close is too close. Pay attention to the person's body and see how they react. You can see it quickly inside their cheeks, okay, their eye movements, their eyebrows. You can see it quickly there. Sometimes you see it in their shoulders just dropping or hunching up. As soon as they change, something's going on. The next area, now this sounds like we're talking about tone, a voice, and in a way we are, how you use your voice. But here's the thing, how you use your voice is also di dictated by how your body feels. So become aware of your tone. Okay, if your body's upset, your tone of voice is going to change. Okay, if something's going on with your body, the pitch is going to change. You've heard people get nervous and their voice goes up high. Okay, Your rhythm, your pacing, your nonverbal body. Is controlling those. Remember that number one thing we said? 
be aware of your body. That's what we're talking about. Your timbre, the loudness, your inflection. All of this is generated from how your body feels. So you got to take a look at that and be careful. Let's talk about one other. Humor. Your job is to make people smile. To allow people to smile. Your job is not to be so humorous that they're cracking up and laughing all the time. That's not your job. You're the leader. Your job is to have people smile. To feel your humor. So they smile about it. Yeah, every now and then you might tell a joke that breaks the room up, but that's not your job. That's not how you're going to connect with people. Your job is to have other people smile. Make them feel good when you walk in the room that they're happy to see you walk in. And they smile to show it. Okay, they're happy to uh, walk by your office and say good morning because you always greet them with a smile and they can smile back. Humor to help people smile better. You want to take over? You want to become a great leader? Apply the humor to help people smile. I keep on saying smile because I'm going to emphasize this smile and not laugh. You're not a comedian. You're a leader. Let's do a quick review. Eye contact. Left, right, chin. Left, right, chin chin. Facial expressions. Facial expressions. You smile. Okay. Smile on the inside of nothing else but smile. Gestures. Use your gestures to help lead or emphasize your points. Let me I'll give you a quick little nuance about that though. Some people, like I said, they don't like that. And if you're using your arms a lot, they wonder why you're wasting on that space. If you're with that type of person, keep your arms inside your body. But on normal circumstances, use your arms, use your hands to help you make your point. Posture. Be tall. Not rigid, but be tall. Body position, the best body position you can use is when you're talking with somebody, lean into the conversation. Pay attention so you don't get too close to anybody. Pay attention so you don't get too close to anybody because it's a threat when you do. It becomes a threat when you get too close to people. Okay. Your voice, your tone, your timber. All those things count. And remember, they're all generated from the nonverbal clues that you give to your body. And remember, humor. Help people smile. Be lighthearted. Have some humor. Thank you very much for taking the time today. We greatly appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your day. Wait a minute. I didn't record any of that. This is a Touchstone Publishers presentation, your trusted source of leadership knowledge.